and record, and here we go. Piensas que poner el aire acondicionado? ¿Quién aire acondicionado? Este güey. <laughs> oh, forgot the button. You are listening to the Freelancer Codex, a podcast brought to you by the Shut Up and Respawn Network. Oh yeah, episode 169 of the Freelancer Codex podcast. Nice. Hey, it's me, it's Steve. I'm here with Mike. Mike with his customary Dunder Mifflin mug. That's a nice mug. I yeah. like Dunder Mifflin. I like the show The Office. Like, is it like one of your top shows? Like one of your favorite shows ever? Oh yeah, for sure. Is it really like that's your favorite? I could watch I could watch any episode anytime, any day of the week. Are you one of those people? That except put, for except for Scott's Tots, that one that one gets rough. That one's rough, man. Like my Scott's Tots is rough. So my oldest son cannot handle like embarrassing situations in any media. He like covers his head, like hides his head, just can't do it. Like I imagine he would not be able to make it through that episode just because of how you you should actually have him watch that and then film him watching that. I should do that. That that would be kind of awesome because man, that one that one is rough. Dinner party, best best dinner party is the best TV on the planet. Think so? Do you think it's do you think oh, oh, Office yeah. is better than Seinfeld? I think it's different. I don't think you can compare yeah. those two. Well, then we won't compare right? those two. Are you one of those people that just has TV on in the background? Because I hear a lot of people that are like, oh, I just had it on in the background. I just had it on as noise. No, I actually, this is kind of funny. Um, my wife will put stuff on as noise to go to sleep by. I, I am very deliberate in what I, in what I watch. And like to the point where it takes me so long and I'm scrolling through like page after page of, um, of Netflix stuff or, um, or Amazon Prime stuff to find something to watch because I don't just I don't just want to watch junk anything like, you don't want like, to watch I'm, just yeah. to watch yeah and and I really try hard not to um, to watch the same stuff now and this is going to sound funny because because we're talking about The Office but I try not to watch stuff over and over and over again because I want to like get something new and see new things and check out new stuff but when I can't find something I'm like yeah I have to do The Office again. And, and sometimes you just get to the point where you're like, I'm going to do a complete rewatch, like of everything. And you start at the beginning and you go all the way through, um, until Will Ferrell gets on. And then you're like, I think I'm good. Oh, that's like 12 seasons in by the time he gets there. Uh, it, it gets, yeah, it's yeah. Yeah. I never got that far. I got to about season when, uh, five. Did you, you got to season five? Yeah. How come you stopped? Um, I'm not sure why we stopped, but we stopped and then we just never went back so i'm not exactly sure why yeah that is kind of weird because it, it's at least worth watching up until when uh michael leaves yeah um i had a question and then you blew past the question so now i'm, I'm trying to remember the question but anyway i guess it wasn't that what important was the question about i don't remember. No, it is it is important no, what was the question that, about? i guess it wasn't that important I, I will have to think of it it'll probably come to me while we're talking and then i'll be like oh i remember the question Welcome, everyone. Was it about The Office? No, I don't think it was about The Office. It was probably about something different. But this is episode 169, where Mike and I talk about a bunch of weird stuff, because that's what we do right now. We talk about a bunch of weird stuff, because life has been busy. Today is April the 21st. 
which is a cool date. That means tax day has passed. So if you did not file for an extension on your taxes, um, do that. Um, hate taxes. Hate them. Got screwed over again on my taxes. Don't like it. Anyway. Um, Didn't you do them? I did do them, but this is something that still following us from the last time we had a professional. I use air quotes. I shouldn't talk bad about this professional. They probably don't listen anyway. But anyway. Um, everybody listens. Everyone listens everybody all the time. Listens. But hey, you know what? That government's going to get their money. So this is episode 169. We would like to thank our patrons who continue to support us. So we'll thank Julius, Nathan B., Michael R., Trent B., Men and Steel, Scout69, Dragonheart76, Jeffrey H., The Gameplay Experience, RZ, and Phaedrin. Thank you so much for your continued support of this dumb show that Mike and I do because we don't really know what the show is anymore. It seems like it's morphed into something that we're just kind of like, we don't know what it is yet. We got to figure it out. Until we figure it out, we're just going to jump on here. We're going to talk about some stuff. We're going to talk about some Marvel content because Mike and I both like Marvel content. A lot of people do. It's kind of the thing people are talking about right now is what's happening in the Marvel world. I know a lot of DC fans are like, hey, we have stuff to talk about, but I don't know. Snyder Cut just wasn't that good. I'm going to have to say <laughs> that. Just was not a fan of the Snyder Cut. So it was just I too long. I think the problem with Warner Brothers, not Warner Brothers, with D, I said Warner Brothers. problem with DC is I think they're just trying to go too dark, right? Everybody's trying to be that anti-hero type thing. And I'm like, I don't think it's working for you, guy. Uh, no, not when you try to do it to Superman. Like, it's yeah. Superman. Like you can you can make interesting Superman movies. You really can. But if you're like, well, what if he was didn't want to be a hero? Then you're like, I don't know, just make a different hero. Like you can go watch the boys on Amazon Prime. Like Homelander yeah. is Superman, but bad. Like where do you have that? Like <laughs> just have Superman be Superman. I don't know. Anyway, so Rusted, what is up all the way from the land of the rising sun? We appreciate it. I think Rusted agrees that if you know what, if you're going to have Superman, he should just be Superman. You don't have to make him Dark Superman. Because if you make him Dark Superman, like, Superman's really powerful. You can't just, like, beat Dark Superman with, you know, he's really hard to defeat. So you either kill him or you brainwash him. I don't know. Anyway, that stuff's all been done. So, Mike, what have you been up to this week? Unfortunately, nothing. I'm so lame. It's you are lame. lame. Like, why do we do this if, lame. You're, if you're lame? Why do we do? Why do we do this section where we talk about what we've been up to? I've been up to anything. I will tell you. I will tell everybody a few of the shows that I have found that I think are worth watching. Um, first off, is it's on Amazon Prime. It is a. Is it an? It is an episode in the series. This is football, and it focuses on Lionel Messi. I think everybody should go check it out um, because because Lionel Messi. He's um, for those who may not be aware, he is the greatest footballer in the world. And this uh, this documentary, I guess, docu series, I guess, is what would be um, better called. Just kind of talks about it, his upbringing, kind of what he what he went through. He has a little bit of an interesting history. Um, definitely not as traumatic as, as maybe one might think, because it seems like you, you find that the best player in sports anyway, it seems like, um, the best players come through, like come from great adversity or tragedy, not to say that his life was a cakewalk, um, his early upbringing, his early life, because it wasn't, um, because of where he grew up, but he had some health issues, um, lived in, in an interesting part of Argentina. And so had to had to rely on football to get him out, and and I mean it's just cool to watch 
Um, we're a we're a soccer family in my home. He's one of he's my youngest son's favorite player. He's and if even if you even if you don't like him, you you still like him kind of thing. He's like one of those players, like a Roger Federer or uh, or a Tom Brady, um, because of what he can do on a soccer pitch. So check that out. It's it's super good. I I liked it a lot. Um, Before you continue, <laughs> Rusted in chat says he started dabbling in crypto. Rusted, what crypto do you start dabbling Ooh. in? Because Mike and I just spoke for 20 minutes on the pre-show about cryptocurrencies and how we've been diving into them. So carry on, Mike, yeah. and then we'll touch base with Rusted as he chimes in. As he chimes in. Well, that's awesome. Um, you made me forget what I was going to say. You were oh, talking about we, uh, Lionel Messi. So, so then we also... Um, I and I might I might like be put in a corner because of this, but the pirates of the uh, Caribbean Caribbean. What did you Caribbean? just say? I don't remember because because I say it one way, but then it's different. Anyway, it's Caribbean. Um, yeah, the pirates of the Caribbean. Caribbean. Um, that's what I said. Okay. I Caribbean. very much. That wasn't even Spanish. Enjoy. It was like Roy. Okay. Yeah. So so those movies have great potential and i say it that way because many of those movies are garbage did you just anthem are... potential me do what did you just anthem potential me every time i hear the word potential no. i'm no, like no, someone's no, talking no, about no. anthem no, 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 again no. so so the first the first pirates movie um the black pearl it's a really good movie perfect movie not like, perfect but it's good well for what it is it's perfect it can't get any it can't get better than what it is right correct it's, it couldn't it, get better it's fun it's fun. It's light. It doesn't take itself too seriously, but takes itself seriously enough to where you you feel some kind of um, um, some stakes. You feel some tension. It's just it's good. It's got great reveals. The cast does a great job. Um, Johnny Depp is is excellent as Captain Jack Sparrow. I'll even give you Orlando Bloom is doing a great um, not Legolas. So so it, it's really good. And then the other movies, if the other movies, if you took the good parts out of them, you'd have another really good movie. But unfortunately, we watched, uh, so I watched um, uh, At World's End uh, last night because it has a, it kind of opens on a, on a really dark tone that I kind of like. Yeah. Speaking of DC and, and not doing dark tones well, but pirates can do dark tones. I really like its beginning, and if you if you don't remember its beginning, you see a, a line of peasants, um, a line of uh, people kind of walking to the gallows in a slow trudge, and it's very dark and it's very morbid, and and people are getting hung, and and there's a a uh, proclamation being read that that rights are being taken away, and 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 then they start to sing a song, and it's creepy and eerie. And then you cut to like the the title card. Like it's a really good beginning for me, and it's really gripping, and I really really like it. And then the movie starts to play out, and you're like, okay, this this joke didn't really land. Oh, that was pretty foreseeable. Oh, that part is actually really cool. I like that part, right? So so it's actually not a a terrible movie. I think it's bad. Yeah. It's bad, but it's not terrible. But if you were to take the really good story beats from from Dead Man's Chest to At World's End 
and then and then you kind of think I think you kind of need to skip. Um, um, oh, Steve, what's the one? What's upside the one down, after? upside down world, pirates of the of the upside down pirates, dead men's what is curse. That? Deadman, Deadman Tell No Tells is the last no. one. Let's see. What's that one in the middle? Pirates of the Caribbean in on Stranger Tides. Stranger Tides, yeah. Stranger Tides. Stranger Holy crap, Tides. There's been um, five I movies. Think, uh, there are five movies. I think I think Blackbeard in Stranger Tides is a great um, villain. He, I, I love the way that he's acted by Ian McShane. It's it's great. Like when I picture Blackbeard, that's who I picture, right? He does a great job. But then there's stuff in there that you're like, okay, give me a break, mermaid and Finnick Graybeard. What's his name? Finnick. I don't Bear. know. Yeah. Anyway, I think I the first movie is great. They should have taken the last movies and created one good movie out of it because there's some really good stuff in there. I really like the series. It's fun. It's light. I like pirates. End of rant. I think it's okay to like bad movies. Um, I we make fun of a lot of bad movies. Like I think the Fast series is there. I think they're bad movies, but that's okay. They're not supposed to be like good movies. They're popcorn movies, right? It's okay to like bad movies. One of my favorite movies that I recognize is bad is Pacific Rim. Like it's not a good movie. Like it it's, has it has some it, serious issues. The acting is terrible. Accents are bad. But I really enjoy that movie. I know it's bad. Doesn't mean I can't not like it because I kind of love that movie because it's, it's bad. Either, it's either the most awesome dumb movie or the most dumb awesome movie. All those things <laughs> could be true. So Rusted was saying that he got some Doge and then uh, I guess the crypto laws in Japan are a little bit different um, and he doesn't have access to it yet. So Binance is a very difficult thing for me because Binance, so... I'll, ju I'll jump into a couple of things that I've been doing because mostly I have been working like crazy and work has been busy. It has been, which is good. It's kind of picking up um, slowly, but it's also been very stressful. So I've been spending a lot of time doing that, but I've also been diving into the crypto world. Mike and I talked a lot about this to our patrons in the pre-show. Um, Safe Moon is kind of the thing that everyone's talking about right now. People are, it's at the speculation stage of where, there were some massive gains and people are like, is this just going to be a rug pool? Are the creators just going to like sell off and leave everyone holding the bag? There's a lot of people going around with that. So there's a lot of, they call it fear, uncertainty, and doubt. Um, so a lot of that's going around. So I've been d dipping my toe into buying in different coins and seeing what works. And you know what, with a little bit of investment, if you can get some gains and you kind of just start playing the game and figuring out where to invest, how to invest, you know, maybe you can make a little bit of money. And like Rusted says, you know, if you put it into a wallet and that wallet grows for the future for your kids to be able to go to college or buy a house or buy a car, you know, and just give them kind of a leg up without them having to start out on their own. I mean, for a couple of cents, it's worth it. So, um, yeah. yeah. So that's kind of what I've been doing and good luck Rusted and, we can chat a little bit and I can tell you what I found and we can kind of share crypto stories. Cause you know what? I think cryptocurrencies is still the wild, wild west out there. I don't know how it works. I don't know who makes a crypto coin. I don't know. Like if someone's like, Hey, I've got this crypto. You want to sell it? If someone was like, Hey, I've got oceanfront property in Arizona. You're going to be like, oh, I think, okay. I, I guess think you and I could make a crypto. 
oh, it'd probably be bad. We'd be like, I don't even know how to get this started. I don't, I, there's a wallet somewhere. Do I need to set up a wallet? So it would be weird. However, we did it, Mike. It what would, would we weird. name it? Um, Codex coin, co coin. I don't know. Everyone's like into like moon, star, like galaxy stuff. We'd call it Galaxy Quest, the Galaxy Quest we, coin. We would actually call it, we would actually call it Neptune Diamonds. It sounds like a weird, like, I don't know if that's a Bond girl name. It does kind of sound like a, uh, of an exotic dancer, huh? Yeah. Not like Pussy Galore. Because <laughs> you, that was okay. Yeah. You, we just lost our, we just lost our family friendly rating. We apologize. That is the name of a character in a classic James Bond film. I will have you know. Yeah. I think there totally. was, e I think there was even a song named after her. So anyway, hey, there's, should we just talk about Falcon and the Winter Soldier? <laughs> Should we just jump into um, that, or do you got news? We could, because because that's kind of what we've been that's kind of what we've been talking about. Um, there's there's a few news articles that I've been following. Again, in in the vein of VR, um, Oculus is making it easier for to um, Oculus is making it easier on the Oculus Quest to stream their Rift games to the device they're taking away some of the uh some of the steps in between which actually kind of bugs me because i paid for something that helps me to do that I, I bought an app called virtual desktop that it, that helps me stream some rift games to my to my headset wirelessly um but it turns out that that's going to be an update where it's going to be done um natively with a uh, with a few um, simple tricks and some code and well, things, that's cool. so so that yeah that's happening. I hope I can get my money back, but I doubt it. So, but that's coming to the world of VR. Mist is hard. Like I right. thought I was intelligent, and Steve, you and I have had these conversations before. Yeah. Like I'm not smart. Um, Correct. If I, if I if I give off that that illusion, then then I fooled you, haha. But but man, Mist is hard, and it's and it's. Find a puzzle, find the answer, take off the headset, write it down because you're going to need it later because I can't remember what I had for dinner. And and so Mist is hard. It's a cool world, though, and, and it's fun to be in there for a while. Um, Beat Saber is always Beat Saber. That, that's, that's my jam every now and then when I need to blow off some steam, get home from work, a couple songs. I wish there was an easier way to get uh, more music on there that didn't cost me um a dollar and a half every time i wanted a song that that's but but i but i get it like i understand it um i wish it were easier um but but yeah beat saber beat saber can last man that's that's a that's a go-to you're gonna have to keep vamping real quick while i answer this work email okay um other than that <laughs> thanks oh, tell for me, telling tell, me that tell me, about your, tell me about your social media thing because I didn't know okay. you were doing this. I didn't. I, I thought I had told everybody, but um, talking with a coworker at at work because that's where you have coworkers is at work. You don't have coworkers at home. Yeah. But we were we were kind of talking about the the climate in in our schools in our nation, and and just the general kind of um, feeling of hate that can accompany so many things that aren't meant to be hateful. And the way that innocent innocent words can be spun, and the way that that people can be downright evil and vile, like man, that that computer screen like makes people feel superhero, don't doesn't it? So I, um, everyone knows that I am not 
like like this isn't this isn't a huge reveal. I am not very active on social media anyway. Um, I I did have a Twitter account under a few different names. I I probably have sent maybe thirty tweets total in my in my life, which is which may even be an exaggeration. But I am off Twitter. I the only the only social media account that I currently use. I guess there's two. Um, I do use Discord. I actually am in there and I read a lot of stuff. I I just am maybe not quick enough to answer. Um, but I do I am on the Discord. I like reading what everybody's up to and seeing kind of the the just kind of the general theme of of what everybody's talking about. Um, and then I do have a Facebook account because when you were young, you got Facebook and now you're old and have Facebook because because you want to still talk to people. You still want to not talk to people that you don't talk to in high school or haven't talked to from high school. Yeah, I got so, so there's that. Um, but yeah, I am, I'm very much off social media. It's not something that, that I am constantly checking, which is good. <laughs> I am, however, constantly checking prices of, <laughs> of Bitcoin and uh, SafeMoon and, and some of the other things that I have. So I guess I've just traded it for a different kind of, of tether to my device. I, uh, it's actually funny that we're talking about this because um, I am trying to make a very conscious effort to limit screen time. But not only, but not only screen time for me, but screen time for my kiddos. Because I think there's a great world out there that that we need to be a part of and and see. And and even if we keep seeing the same stuff over and over and over again, um, I think it I think it actually does has some brain um, chemistry in there that kind of just opens your mind up to think. Like it's a great time to think when you when you are seeing the same stuff over and over. Because because soccer season, you get to drive to the same soccer field. And for us, one of our practices is about uh, 20, 20 minutes away because um, it's in a different a different town from us. And so that drive isn't a long drive and it gets very rote and it gets very um, um, routine. And, and it's a great time just to think, right? Just to have a conversation with the kiddos in the in the backseat. I get to take my nephew out there, which is super fun. And, and we get to talk about things. I don't usually get to talk to him and hear his perspective on school and things that he's doing. And he got to tell me about some wood burning that he's doing in shop. And, and I thought that was really, really cool. And, and it's just fun to just talk and be around people and not really have to rely on a device to quote unquote entertain. Cause you can, you can find entertainment anywhere. Right. And, and just looking outside and talking to people. So, so that is, that is helping me and, and helping my kiddos. I think it's important um, but yeah, I'm off social media. So one thing that I did, sorry, while I, while I answer this, um, and I'm like, why are you even sending me this email right now? It is late. Like you should not <laughs> be sending me this email right now, but you know how it goes, Mike. Somet I do know how sometimes. it goes. Sometimes you have to answer the emails. So one thing that I've done, because I also have been on like checking balances and being like, oh crap, what's this, what's going on here? Like I put limits on my apps because Ooh, nice. that would keep me from checking them all the time because it does get um sorry it can totally weigh you down and it can, and it can totally take all your time watching it right and it because really can. because really when you're in it and you like you start see that that dollar sign kind of go up and up and up you're like yeah i, I want to be a part of it i don't want to miss it kind of thing so there's that FOMO that that everybody kind of worries and wonders about, which which I'm okay with. Like like you kind of want to know what's going on, 
Um, but yeah, it can get overwhelming if you don't, it can get overwhelming if you let it. So, so be smart out there, be safe, right? Uh, moderation and all things. <clears throat> Excuse me, I'm choking. It's funny that, that everything we talk about kind of, kind of takes us back to our origins of being when we, when we started this three, three and a half, almost four years ago, talking about Anthem. Um, one of the things that we kept saying over and over again was like balance, right? Like you have to have a good story balance. You have to have good mechanic balance. You have to have a good weapons balance. Like it can't just be all shoot them up, go, 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 go. There's got to be some story driven elements. Um, and there's got to be balance. And, and just like in life, like there has to be balance. There's a, there's a time to plug into the device. There's a time to unplug the device and unplug yourself from it and play soccer or go for a run or go jogging. So, and like, and like, especially after what we've gone through in this year of, of all years, like take care of yourself, people. I, I cannot stress that enough. And like, I guess, I guess as far as a, a weekly PSA, like if you're feeling down, if you're feeling bad, if you need to talk to someone, there are people who are trained. There are people who want to listen there are people who will scream and cry and yell with you if if that's what you need. Um, please consider those options if you feel your mental health struggling or slipping or sliding. Find something that you enjoy doing and and do that thing as long as it's as long as it's healthy, um, as long as it's not gonna hurt you or or others, do that activity and just take care of yourself. And you know what? Sometimes even even checking on someone else who you think is struggling, even if you're struggling, is a pretty good way to kind of get out of the doldrums. Because um, there's there's definitely some benefit in being in giving service to others, and so and so please consider that versus some of the other alternatives that too many of our of our school age students here in our school district have have resorted to. It, it's sad when you hear of that stuff. Um, so please, please reach out. Please, please know that there are people who are trained who want to help and and don't try to do it on your own. All right. On that note, we'll dive into Falcon Elementor Soldier for this week. Rule number two. What was rule number two? Nobody gets hurt. It's a big one. Then why isn't there rule number one? I always <laughs> wanted to be an Avenger. Oh, man. It's a dream come true, you know? <laughs> we need someone to inspire us again. Someone who can be a symbol for all of us. We need new heroes. All right, speaking of new heroes, we are on episode five. This is the penultimate episode for Falcon and the Winter Soldier. It seems like it's taken us a really long time to get here, but also it seems like not much has happened in Falcon and the Winter Soldier. So we last left Bucky and Sam. Um, John Walker, he killed one of the Flag Smashers after Carly... The Flag Smasher leader still debating. Well, it's not really a debate. Flag Smashers is a bad bad guy name um, because you can't flash fa you can't smash fl fabric. That's also hard to say. So anyway, so after that happened, we know that the whole world was watching because everyone was recording this. Everyone saw it happen. There's no dispute that John Walker kind of lost it and he killed this super soldier with a shield. Um, I wonder how long that guy was a super soldier because like John Walker, he's like, he's a tough guy, took the serum, had only had it for about eight hours. I mean, when we saw Steve Rogers running around, he was like running into walls, unable to really control his powers anyway, but also he was skinny, but he was in boot camp. I don't know. 
So John is running from the cameras. He's like, I got to get out of here. Bucky and Sam are like, not on our watch. So they find him and they fight over the shield. I found it really interesting that they found him like that quick. I'm like, did he even like try to hide or like was the warehouse that he ran to just right across? The I street? mean, they were right there. So they they were at the same circle. So they probably just followed him while he was running. And they're like, I guess yeah. we'll just follow this guy. So he runs in and they have a fight over the shield. Right. So they're like fighting over the shield. You got to give me the shield, man. And Sam's like, yo, and John's like, oh, you just want the shield. Because at this point, we know John is off the reservation. Am I allowed to say that? We lived on the reservation, so I'm totally allowed to say off the reservation, right? I mean, we, we're on the reservation now, so it's, I think it's okay. I think he's off the rails. Can we, can we just say he's off the res? I think it's okay if we say that because, I mean, we live there. We grew up on the res. We're like, I'm just not going to say it then because, you know what, whatever. <laughs> So he's off the he's off the rails. If he was a train, he would be off of the rails if that train crossed the reservation. And there are some trains that cross the reservation. All right. So my question, Mike, there's been a couple of people, or not a couple of people, there's been this whole faction on the internet that's like, hey, John Walker is just misunderstood and he's a good guy. Like, did you ever, any point in the show, were you like, oh, John Walker is going to be a good guy? No, and I don't think that we were meant to. And those people who say that are not intelligent. Okay, moving on. So, John, um, he just kind of wants everyone to believe that Nico killed Lamar and not Carly. Because if Nico killed Lamar and John killed Lamar, he like he got his revenge. He like ended the threat. But everyone that was John there... Did, at the, no, if, if John killed Lamar... No, wait, because John no. didn't kill Lamar. No. You said it backwards. No. I know what you're saying. No, so this and is what this, I said. This was an interesting point, though, for me. Like, 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 what are you gaining by saying, yeah, I totally took out the guy that killed your son? I'm not sure. But this is what he's, like, trying to explain. Like, he's telling himself this lie early so that he can, like, believe it himself. He's like, if I start, if this is the narrative, then, yeah. Because you're right. Like, it doesn't matter, like. Carly's still out there. There's still seven, six other super soldiers out there. So, like, killing one, I don't know, like, what. Maybe it brings solace to someone. But we'll get that later when John goes and visits the family. But um, in this fight, so the three start fighting. Um, Sam, the only person that is not altered. Um, Bucky should be dominating this fight. For all He has been a super soldier for years. He's had a lot of practice. He has fought a lot of people. John just kind of brand new at this whole thing, brand new at throwing the shield around. I don't know how easy it is to throw a giant Frisbee and catch it on your arm. I would imagine that it's not. Sometimes you can't even catch a normal Frisbee with your hands. But um, Bucky should be dominating, Um, but he's not. So he gets knocked out. John gets on top of Sam. He clips Sam's wings, just rips them in half. They're obviously not made out of vibranium, probably aluminum. It's got to be light. Um, Carbon fiber. We learned that in... uh we learned that in uh, Civil War. But he also took bullets, and bullets would go right through carbon fiber. Don't, do not question the, the all of it, any of it. Okay, so Sam loses his wing. So Sam, so far in this series, has lost Red Wing, has lost his wings, has lost the shield, and has also lost his friend Steve. So Bucky and Sam uh, go all Thanos, remove the shield from John Walker. It was very, to me, it was like, oh, look, this could have been like, Iron Man and um, I almost said Chris Pine, but it's not Chris Pine. It's also not Chris Hemsworth. 
Pratt. Chris Pratt. So Chris Pratt punches Thanos, whatever. So they do a cool combo attack also on John. Um, Bucky picks him up by the legs after he broke his arm, swings him like a bat. Sam jumps in the air with a shield. Nice little combo. Good little synergy there going with uh, Winter Soldier and Falcon, I thought. Pretty cool move. Um, probably the most exciting thing that happened this entire episode, action-wise. There's a lot of cool other cool things that happen, though. So Sam tries after... Bucky picks up the shield. He drops it in front of Sam, kind of like, will you not lose this again? Like, can you just hold yeah. on to this thing? It's very Obi-Wan, like, catching Anakin's lightsaber and be like, will you stop losing this super important thing? Sam picks up the shield and started to wipe the blood off of it. So there's still fresh blood from Nico. And Sam picks up the shield and he, like, frantically starts wiping it away. And to me, this kind of stood out as, like, Sam does believe in what the shield stands for, um, in a, in his own way. And like having the blood, having someone else, John Walker, use it to kill someone, like he's not okay with that. So him like wiping the blood off is kind of him trying to clean the now stained image of the shield of what it means to him anyway. I don't think Sam really cares what it means to anyone else, but I just thought it was an interesting, uh, it was very symbolic to me that he was trying to wipe away the sins of the shield in a way. That's kind of how I read it. I'm probably the only one that read it that way, but. Most likely. So what did you think overall of this fight? I mean, this is like. I I, I was kind of annoyed by this fight because of what we talked about when we were, when we were getting pre-show together. Like, like there shouldn't, this shouldn't have even been a thing. Bucky should have walked over, taken the shield. And and I and I wish we were, I, I made the analogy to um, I think it was Born Legacy. Um, in Born Legacy, there's there's a group of people they're they're organizing like a street boxing fight match thing that people do because movies. But anyway, right, so there's you see this big guy he's pretty swollen and he's getting ready to fight somebody. You see Jason Bourne kind of wrapping up his hands and getting ready for a fight. He walks into the ring and like with one punch just puts the guy down because Jason Bourne, right? Yeah. I, I, I and in some instances you're like, oh, seriously, that's that's it. In this one, I think it would have worked so much better. Bucky should have walked up to John, punched him with his metal arm taken the shield and been done with it for me that would have been a better payoff the choreography was decent it was an okay fight scene you got to see some flippy spinny but in this case like like bucky has so much pent-up anger hostility aggression i told you so comeuppance like like that i think would have would have landed better than than having to physically take it from than having to physically take it from John. Yeah, I wonder if because, we're going to... Because the shield wasn't... And the, again, like, like he didn't earn it. He didn't earn the shield, right? So so he shouldn't have been able, metaphorically, metaphysically, whatever, to put up that big of a fight against it. For me, it would have it would have driven the point home harder if Bucky would have come in and just like had his moment, like, this is my buddy's shield. You can't have it. He gave it to this guy. Don't lose this. Like, yeah. like I'm tired of saying it. Like, I've cleaned this room already. Keep your room clean. And, right? I, and I wonder if we're going to get that interaction in the last episode, because I think that's kind of, they're, they're setting up a couple fights. And I think, because you're right, like, 
Bucky has fought multiple super soldiers in the past. He was like the first one for one of the first for Hydra. And he was like, okay, I've got to stop all these guys while they were doing tests on the new batch that um, Zemo killed in um, Civil War. So he's been there, kind of done that. So I don't know. I also, he, I think like he was, he's been a super soldier longer than than Steve has been. No. Yeah, he has. No, because he was. Because he was in service when Steve was on ice. Oh, uh, I guess if you think of it that way. But if you just yeah. go like time spent, like because you know time. Anyway, you're you're right and you're wrong because you're both wrong and right. So I think um, you just derailed me. Oh, so and I think a fight like this, like the Falcon, um, we talk about D and D like archetypes, and like Falcon would be more of a ranger, so he needs to be at range and getting like up close and personal with um bucky and john who are fighters like it just doesn't work like the wings do yeah. not work in a one-on-one -on -one fight like sam doesn't have his guns and in a he doesn't find space where yeah. you kind of have to bend the uh bend the laws of physics you're like okay i can understand you trying to fly around there like i get it because you have these are your powers but uh, I don't know if you'd fit in here. <laughs> so one of the things that when they first walk into this warehouse, there's a forklift there. I wanted so bad for someone to lift a forklift and just throw a forklift at somebody. Like I thought they were setting yeah. it up like we're going to throw forklifts at each other. That would have been cool. I wanted to see that. But also as Sam gets his wings clipped, they beat John and um, they kind of walk away. I think Sam might be like, okay, I'm leaving the wings behind. I don't know if this is the last time we see wings. It might be, but... Um, well, and it's and it's not even the last time in this episode, right? Because, and we'll get to it later, because um, um, Hernandez... Torres. What's his name? Torres. Torres ends up, ends up with him, right? Yeah, well, the broken version that I'm sure he can fix. All right, so he, we... He can fix, and that's what I took, that he's now... He's going to be the new Falcon now. Like that's the passing of the wings I, as it were. And I guess like, I don't, hmm. if, if they do pass the wings on to Torres from that little interaction, I would rather have more like Sam got, because even Sam had a better introduction to becoming the Falcon in, um, in winter soldier than Torres mm -hmm. just being like, Hey, I'm a pilot. And Sam's like, yeah, I guess you can have them because we had a conversation that one time. Like, maybe they just haven't shown enough. But, I mean, yeah. I think Sam, when they developed his character in Winter Soldier, it was done well. It was done quickly. And it had enough punch to be like, okay, yeah, we can see Sam helping out Steve because they were both soldiers. And even Taurus and Sam were both soldiers. But, I don't know, maybe... Maybe we need a little bit more. Maybe we'll get something else in the future where it's like, okay, he could be a hero. Because otherwise, I mean, we've just seen Taurus fly around and carry a clipboard. Um, he did get beat up he, he that one time. Up. He, he got, got beat, beat up. up yeah. anyway. Got his face smashed in by the face smashers. Yeah. Black smasher. Sorry. Fa face smashers could be. That would even be a better name, the face smashers. We're going to smash your face. Um, so Carly's in the wind, and Bucky goes to find Zemo, and Taurus shows up, and he gives him the leftover wings. What's our next steps, Taurus? Captain America killing a foreign national in public, it's kind of like a big deal, like like international incident big. Folks uh, higher up on payroll are all over it now. So unfortunately, they're taking jurisdiction. Yeah, so Sam and Bucky get sidelined. There's nothing for them to do. So um, Sam like, all right, I guess I'll go home and Bucky's going to go to Sokovia because we haven't gone to Sokovia. They really want us to believe that the Flag Smashers are a big threat. So far, 
I'm just not buying it from what we've been shown. We need more. We need more. They're either not doing a good talk, a good job telling us and not showing us, or they're not good, doing a good job of showing us and not telling us. One of those others. It's just whatever. So we cut to this hearing, right? And John is stripped of all his titles and benefits. Uh, he lashes out. He's able to disrespect every facet of the court and country as he's able to walk away without going to jail <laughs> after killing someone, which is, you know, we can say that that's, I've got, I've got a clip here. And if you continue to demean and denigrate the priorities and dignity of this council, you will spend the rest of your life in the U.S. disciplinary barracks. Consider yourself extremely fortunate, Mr. Walker, and return the shield to us with expedience. Yeah, so as we juxtapose Isaiah, who went to help his brothers um, from getting destroyed by the government and getting thrown in jail for 30 years, to John Walker of killing a national, and then um, just kind of getting off without being Captain America anymore and holding office. So, Because of your record... Yeah. So yeah, that sucks. But also it's like, I mean, we've had I'm trying to think of another instance where like people have so when the Avengers were in that one place in the beginning of Civil War and like there were all uh, those like Lagos. Yeah, so Crossbones was there, him with his team. I'm like, some of those people probably died. Like I'm pretty sure like Scarjo was in a bus when a grenade blew up. That person probably died. Like two people are in there. Yeah. So I'm not sure like how that works. Like why this person's death is anyway, just a weird thing to think about anyway. So then we get, well, I mean, yeah, because plot and story and yeah. But anyway, I mean, this was bad. He like, he, he rage killed this person when like he was, had his hands up, he was defeated. And then he just repeatedly smashed him with the shield shield smashers. So then we get an introduction of a new character, which is probably going to be important to the MCU, which is odd because it happens in the second to last episode of a season of of a series. And when we talk about things happening kind of late, it's kind of late to introduce a brand new character. And then I always remember like when you're like, Hey, we're not really watching Falcon and the winter soldier. We're watching the setup to another, to the next thing. It just made me think of that. Valentina Allegra de Fontaine. Actually it's Contessa Valentina Allegra de Fontaine. I know it's hard, but I don't like to repeat myself. So you can just call me Val, but don't call me Val. Just keep it in your head. This reminded me of, you remember from Animaniacs when Dot would always say her name and she had a really long name. That thing instantly yeah. popped into my mind when she started talking. So she gets in the card and says, hey, I'll call you later. And I don't know if this is like for next episode or if this is like for a future thing that's going to happen. Like, what's this setting up for? I don't know if Elaine is going to like join us in the last episode. It just seems very late to be introducing new characters. Personally, I think she's a MacGuffin. A, a placeholder for uh, the power broker who I'm pretty convinced Sharon is the power broker. Okay. And and I think it was just, hey, Julia Louis-Dreyfus is in town for the weekend. Let's have her come shoot a quick scene. Like, I, I didn't... It, it feels so out of place. Yeah. So there you go. Because it's the last... Like, because what do you do with that character in the next... Yeah. I don't know. We'll figure out something. So we cut to the Flag Weavers, all right? The Flag Weaver is going to decide to do something big instead of actually helping people, you know. They stole a lot of money. I mean, they could have given that money. They could just go out, rob more banks, take that money, and give it all to those people. 
Okay, so if you're a flag smasher, you're Carly. Before the blip, I assume she had a house. She had a home, right? So so this is one thing that I was thinking about to myself, Steve. Like, like let's think about that. If if she had a home before um before the blip, then she wouldn't be worried about being displaced, right? Because she still has a home during the blip. Unless she wanted an upgrade. Ex- exactly. And then you're like, but we talked about this last time. Like, like for those people who were, who, who were, who survived the blip, that five years was real. Like things that happened were real. People were gone. Lives moved on. Maybe you did buy a new home. Those people that came back instantly to, you know, um, two seconds later for them. And, and if we, if we believe what, what homecoming teaches us came back into the exact moment in which they left, we're not going to, we're hand wavy that. Cause you know, cause, cause you really can't right? No, but they yeah, came we back won't anyway. Think about that. Yeah. They, they, they definitely on a whirlwind. Hey, I was just here. Now this is all different. What's going on. Oh, your house actually ended up being sold because the bank, because that's what banks do. And, and you don't live there anymore. Right. So I don't know, man. Like, yeah, I don't know. I just figured she could go back. I was going to say she could go back to her house that she had before she left. Unless people are like, we need to come together into these small groups because 50% of us are gone. So we need to leave this behind anyway. So as we were talking to the flag weavers, like, I don't think any of the other super soldiers are on board with what Carly is doing. None of them have any emotion. There's zero facial expression. None of them are like, all right, yeah, let's do this. They all just kind of like follow her. Like, okay, I guess we'll do this now. Like, none of them seem like they're on board with the plan of killing people, except for Carly. Yeah. I don't know, like, why they're going along with it. Like, why not just be like, hey, this is what isn't what we signed up for? But she's like, no, we're doing it. And then they go do it. So it's really weird. It they're and again, they just have no. Yeah. Okay. I guess. Yeah. We're we're killing people now. Like. Yeah, they don't even have cool nicknames. Like, get a nickname. All right. So we cut to Sokovia. Because, because it's too hard to give them backstory, maybe, or they don't, don't have know. enough time to give them backstory. I mean, we've had six episodes, so I mean, so let's yeah. go ahead and we're going to cut to Sokovia. So Zemo's just kind of hanging out at the statue, waiting for Bucky. I imagine like he like slept there for a couple nights. He's like. He's going to show up sometime. So I can't leave the statue because if I miss him, like I just have to be here at this statue. No one else is there. Um, Bucky shows up with a gun. Zemo's like, I decided I'm not going to kill you, which is kind of weird. And then like Bucky pulls out a gun and like Zemo gets like really scared. And I'm like, why are you scared if you decided that you weren't going to kill him? It's very weird. Um, and then Bucky hands him over for to the Wakandan. So Bucky, I was I was noticing like as he was doing his weapon manipulation because that's the thing that we just kind of notice and shows. Um, Bucky takes the safety off of his gun, then he cocks the hammer back, which isn't really necessary with his weapon because it's probably double action, so he probably doesn't have to cock back the hammer unless he's just like trying to make a point. But also, Bucky would probably already have the safety off when it leaves his holster. He's probably not holding it down at the ready with the safety on. That's just not what an assassin would do. And also his finger placement is really, really bad. Like he's doing that whole wrap my entire finger around the trigger. And that's just not like how you accurately shoot a gun. You'd be like yeah, pulling shots all over the place. Would do it. No, it's not. Would not do it that way. So um, Bucky sh- um, shoots clicks and he has, 
And Zemo's like, oh, you didn't kill me. And then Bucky like drops a handful of bullets and it's like dropping it to show you like, hey, look, the gun was empty. But it's like, but you pulled the trigger and nothing happened. So I know that the gun was empty. So why do you have to show yeah. me the bullets? Plus, why'd you bring that many bullets if you just needed one? Wouldn't you just like, here's the bullet I could have killed you with, like put it in his pocket and leave? I don't know. This is a very weird and scene. Why'd you, and why'd you unload the bullets from the magazine into your hand? Like just drop the magazine. Like, yeah, I don't know. It's a very weird thing to show like I either I chose not to kill you or I'm not your weapon or it was just it was a different way of showing it. Plus he used regular full metal jacket ammo and he would have used hollow points. So anyway, um, really the Wakandans show up and Bucky's like, hey, you know, it would be prudent to make yourself scarce in Wakanda for the time being, White Wolf. Fair enough. Hey. I may have another favor to ask of you. I wonder what it's going to be. Um, so So uh so you remember how how when Bucky ended up capturing the guy that that killed the Wakandans king even though like they thought it was him and he like cleared his name. Yeah. M- remember how that happened? Uh-huh. And remember then how the people were like Hey, don't come back to Wakanda. Um, who doesn't come back to Wakanda? Well, like, like they tell they tell Bucky, like, make don't make like they say, make yourself scarce. Don't come back. Well, I don't like, think like, I think they like, said. Why are they telling him not to come back? Well, he, because he broke Zemo out of prison, but then gave them to him. Yeah, because but- Zemo because Zemo wasn't in. Zemo wasn't even in a Wakandan prison. No. So now the Wakandans can exact their revenge on Zemo for him killing their king. No, they're just going to go like, put him in the raft. Well, I, and that was interesting that they said that they were taking him to the raft. Because I would no, think that no they one's want to ever keep broken him into in, the raft in, in Wakanda. Well, yeah. I, I would think they'd want to keep him in Wakanda, Wakanada. Wakanda. I think they're just being like, hey, maybe you should just wait till things cool down because we don't know who who's in power over there. Oh, it's sad. Makes me sad. It's supposed to be T'Challa, you know. Oh. But it is. I mean, it's not, but it is, right? So I'm sad. Let's get out of sad. let's get out of the sadness and go over to Baltimore and talk about something that's absolutely not sad. So Sam goes to talk to Isaiah. He meets Eli, who's hooping it up in the street. And Sam goes because he wants to understand. This is actually a long clip. Is that what I think it is? No. Mm-mm. Leave it covered. Those stars and stripes don't mean nothing good to me. I need to understand. So as Mike and I approach this as two Hispanic kids talking about um, the... the what what's a good way to say it? The um, oh shoot, how did Zemo say it in the um, um, the African American experience? Uh, that's just we we don't have a lot of context, so we're going to talk about things, and we don't mean to offend anyone because that's not what we ever do. So Sam says something that I think we could all do better at. He says, "I want to understand," and this is something I think that we talk about a lot. Mike is that a lot of times when we talk or we are trying to get our point across we are not speaking to people to try to understand them we're either trying to get them to feel how we feel or we're trying to tell them why they're wrong right 
because our experience is our experience and like i don't you know we don't talk to each other to to listen we talk we we try to just respond and i think we would all do very we the world would be a better place if we all just try to understand the other person if we put ourselves in their shoes if we listened if we you know really try to understand where they're coming from instead of just attacking them for having a different belief that's what i think it's it's not a bad thing to think it's actually very good um it's it's learning to listen with empathy it's learning to connect on those things that you can connect on it's it's understanding that i've talked about it before but it's this it's this sense of duality right i i know what i'm going through and i if i have this 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 surging desire to be right i need to understand that other people have that desire also we are not so different in that human genome in that makeup that that people want to be heard i want to be heard the person that i'm talking to wants to be heard i want to be understand clearly so i must infer that that person wants to be understood clearly also and it's super hard for people to listen to someone without finding those those three or four words when strung together create this talking point that I can then combat you on and tell you how wrong you are in everything. Right. And that's what's happening. Like, and again, like, like this, this is that, this is that, that social message that is, that has been throughout the entire series. Um, call it, call it social, call it political, call it slanted, call it, you know, whatever, whatever, whatever it is you want to call it. It's, it's still a thing, right? Like, like people want to be heard and, and, and you at least ought to hear people out. That doesn't mean you have to agree. Um, but, but, but you need to do your best to understand as best you can, what people are going through. If you, if you want to have civil dialogue, if you just want to fight and yell and complain and moan, then then I guess we can just keep doing what we've been doing. Yeah, and I think Sam does a good example of what you just lined out is he went there wanting to understand. So Sam and Isaiah, um, both black, they, I think Isaiah kind of like expects him, well, he even tells him, he's like, you're just naive. Like everyone, every black person understands this. And I think he's like, I mean, the stuff that happened to Isaiah, like sucks. And like, yeah, like 100%, I understand how he would get to the point where he's like, that doesn't mean anything to me because this is what my experience was. And Sam goes in like wanting to understand that, but also still like having his own, his own experience, which is different from Isaiah's. And even though, and, and it, and it seems like Isaiah could do, could also do a little bit better in like listening to what Sam's point of view is like. Like Sam had a different point of view. Maybe I can understand what he did there, you know, so. Yeah, but also, you know, you and I have talked a lot about older generations and the things that they cling on to and things that they seem to just be unwilling to let go of. And this is one of those things that, you know, and like he went through some terrible stuff that was unjust and the things that, you know, the government did to him and all the tests like. That sucks. Oh, speaking of, we'll, we'll just kind of let Isaiah say it in his own words. You wanted to know what went wrong. A handful of us 
got shot up with different versions of that serum. But they don't tell us what it is. They tell us it's tetanus. They sent us on missions, even though the others weren't stable. Some of us started dying off. Then a couple of the boys get captured on a mission. I heard the brass talking about blowing the POW camp to hell to hide the evidence. But those are my men, my brothers, not evidence. So I bust out of the facility one night and I brought them boys back. Not that it made a damn bit of difference. It wasn't long before it was only me left. And what did I get for saving their lives? Yeah, so it's a tragic story, and you can see why Isaiah feels the way he does. Um, but it's also, you know, we talked about the nurse that helped um, Isaiah, and, you know, one thing Mr. Rogers always said is you look for the helpers. So when you see people do good, I mean, even if this was like, you know, someone in an impossible situation where they wanted to do good and weren't able to because of power dynamics at the time, like the nurse helped and got him out um, and gave Isaiah all the letters that his wife wrote to him. Unfortunately, she passed before he got out. So um, Isaiah shares some pretty harsh words to Sam before he leaves. They will never let a black man be Captain America. And even if they did, no self-respecting black man would ever want to be. So Sam leaves with um, a lot of things to think about. And um, he takes the shield with him and he heads home. So as we get back home, uh, Sam starts to fix the boat by calling in a lot of favors from the community. We know that Sam and Sarah's parents were big pillars in that community. And they did a lot for a lot of people. We know that Sam's mom was always looking out for all the kids, making sure that they were fed. Um, stuff that Sarah's has taken on and trying to do for everyone else. So it calls in a lot of favors and a lot of people come help to fix the boat. Uh, Bucky shows up, brings a present from the Wakandans, starts fixing the boat. I think this is probably one of my my favorite uh, scene from from the whole series so far. Just it's a fix the boat montage, and I thought it was pretty cool. What did you think about the fix the boat montage, Mike? I enjoyed that montage. It was fun. It was it was. I mean, I would. What am I trying to say? I really like um, Anthony Mackie and Sebastian Stan on screen together. I think they have great dynamic. It doesn't seem like they're they're trying. Um, it doesn't seem like they're struggling to to um, be charismatic on screen together. I really enjoy it. It's cool to see the boat, the the quippy kind of back and forth, um, the flirting with the sister. Like like that was fun. It it seemed like that 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 montage could have been earlier in this series, but but we get it now. So so it was good. I enjoyed it. Yeah, it does seem like there's some weird pacing or the way it was edited together. Because you're right. Like, it feels like this should have been, like, much, much earlier when they were talking about the boat in the first place. But um, also, did Sebastian Stan give you kind of like a Ben Affleck vibe? Just like the way he was standing, the way he was acting. For some reason, it reminded me of Ben Affleck. 
I'm not sure why. Uh, no, not me. All right, so we cut to John talking to Lamar's folks, and um, John lies to Lamar's parents, tells him that he killed the person that killed their son. Um, his sister isn't having any of it. Like, um, that was the big standout for me in this scene, that his sister just does not believe anything that John's saying. I don't know if she's just, like, very intuitive or has, like, you know, other things that have happened in the past that she's just like, I don't believe this guy. So then John's like, still has this, I've got to go find this person. All right. So we cut to Sharon. She's in a very nice place. She's got some artwork around there because artwork is the new money over in um, High Town, Low Town. And like Sharon says that she, she's talking to Batrock on the phone. I know this because on the subtitles, it says she is. Um, apparently, she got him out of prison. And she hires the French Leaper for another job. Is this suggesting even more that she's the power broker, that she has that kind of pool? I think so. I think it's this is one of the things that solidified it for me. Like, like, yeah, she's she's doing this. But but then also to what end? I don't think that um, that Batrock Although he could have been, I think a really more um, more centralized character, a a better villain than Zemo. I think. Um, I think. I, I think he's just. I think he's just a a plot device. Yeah. And and so her breaking him out and like go here because we find out where he goes and you're like okay he's here, which then raises raises more questions for us, right? Yeah. So and we'll we'll talk a little bit more about that. Um in a second so we cut over to the wilsons and the boys are playing with the shield bucky helps sam and sarah um and let's see so they're trying to fix the boat then sarah's like hey what are you guys doing and then sarah's like where's the button what do you mean no you didn't even look i don't have to hi sarah i told you specifically that the water pump was not the problem and yet here you are yep samuel in our defense, we were supposed to be done long before you woke up. I don't come up to the sky to tell you how to barrel roll or whatever, so don't come down here and start messing around with things you clearly don't understand. Wow. Bye. Wow. Off. Thank you, gentlemen. Appreciate you. Love you, All right, so then they start a training montage. We dig on the training montage. So Sam and Bucky go and play catch with the shield. At this point, they're doing a really good job catching the shield. Like, it looks like they're down with it. They can bounce it off of these padded trees, catch it. Um, Bucky apologizes to Sam. The legacy of that shield is complicated, to say the least. When Steve told me what he was planning, I don't think either of us really understood what it felt like for a black man to be handed the shield. How could we? How are you an apology? I think this is part of uh, Bucky making amends from a lot of people on the list, apologizing to Sam. And then I think uh, Sam says something that he's starting to believe himself. And this might be a surprise, but it doesn't matter what Steve thought. You got to stop looking to other people to tell you who you are. So one thing that Isaiah said to Sam was that they will, they'll never let a black man be Captain America. And I think Sam is like finally realizing that people don't get to define who he is. Like if he takes up the shield, then he is Captain America. Whether yep. anyone agrees with him or not, to him personally, if he takes it up, 
for the right reasons, then that's who he is. And no one gets to tell him one way or another. You can't let people define you because most of the time people will define you by what you aren't, not by what you are. So yeah, double burnt to all those people. That was deep. Dude, that was straight out of Brandon Sanderson, all right? You want to talk about some Stormlight Archives? I'll give you all the lowdown. That's my <laughs> that's my gospel. All right, so Bucky pieces out. He's like, yo, if you hear anything, just call me. I've got some stuff to do. Sam and Sarah decide. Do we see him again? Um, no, we don't see him again this episode. This series? Oh, yeah, definitely. So he tells him, like, when you find Carly, give him a call. So he'll definitely be here. I mean, he has to be. Like, Sam can't take on Batrock. Um the the happy smashers he can't take them on alone so bucky's got to be there plus john so all right so sam and sarah decide not to sell the boat so you really gonna let isaiah bradley get in your head you gonna let him decide what you do next isaiah's been to hell and back if i was in his shoes i'd probably feel the exact same way but what would be the point of all the pain and sacrifice if i wasn't willing to stand up and keep fighting and that's going to be his thing. Steve was like, I can do this all day. Sam's thing is going to be like, we're going to stand back up and we're going to keep fighting because Sam gets knocked down a lot. All right. Sam gets ripped, goes through his, he does push ups. He does some like handstand flips with the shield, starts running on the left side of the screen. I don't know if you noticed that. So he is now Captain America and he's now running on the left. And um, he's now on the left. Yeah. So we cut to some park or whatever, you know. Everyone's like looking for these flag smashers. They're just chilling in a park. No one's got CCTV cameras all over the place. There's no cell phones, no drones like circling this very important event that's going to happen. So they're just hanging out. And I I wish I liked the flag smashers because they're they're just kind of like this joke to me of like villains in this series, which is really sad because I think like um, Sam and Bucky like deserve a better villain than what mm-hmm. we got. Because otherwise, it's like, okay, whatever. So, um, Batrock uh, meets up with the Flag Smashers, and he's got a lot of weapons. Come on. So we're working with criminals now. Haven't you heard? We are criminals. George gets his payback, and we get a killer. It's a bargain on both sides. So, Carly had mentioned that she had lost a lot of people previously. But for some reason, like, losing Nico's like, okay, we we have to get revenge for this one. But they've talked about, like, there are so many people we lost that we can't count them. So it's just, they're, they're just not good villains. They're not well written. And they're just, they're just kind of there. And even, like, the guys are like, oh, now we're working with criminals. They, like, have no idea what the plan is. Carly's not telling them. Carly's like, check it out. Flag Smasher, go. And a bunch of people that happen to be in the park are like, hey, I've got that app. And you know what? A lot of these people are going to die. She doesn't care about them. She's not going to go for revenge for like, you know, these people that are just walking up that were just like hanging out at the park, having a sandwich. Like she doesn't care. So it's just like weird stuff like that. It's like, look how crazy the flag smashers are because look, and instead the whole entirety of the other series, there's only been eight of them. And she's like, sacrifice most of them. Like one dude like ran at a bunch of train, like at a bunch of cars and guns. Like you don't waste your supers. Anyway. That's all just bad. Um, she doesn't care about those people. Sam and Torres figure out where Carly's going to be. The GRC vote gets shut down because if votes get shut down, then, you know, nothing happens. It's definitely the last time that'll happen. That's just how you shut votes down. Um, Sam opens up his box from the Wakandans. It's going to be his costume. We don't get to see it. And then in our post credit scene, John starts welding his own shield. 
I don't know if anyone knows much about welding or steel or how heavy um, thick steel is, but it's going to be an incredibly heavy shield that he is welding together. Um, Captain America's shield is made out of vibranium, extremely light. This one is going to be extremely heavy. Um, so good luck throwing that around, I guess. I don't know how they're going to like spin that to be like, oh, his shield can do the exact same thing when that dude like made it with some spray paint and like a welding <laughs> with some welding equipment that he found in the backyard. But right? we'll just kind of have this to see is, how that goes. This is totally going to work. Yeah, this will totally not fail. So my big thing, this is my prediction for the next show. So we have a couple of villains that we have. So we have the Leaper. We've got the Flag Smashers. I think there's six of them. And then we have um, John Walker as the villains. So I don't think John Walker is going away. So well, we've also got the uh, Power Broker. We have the power broker, but we don't. We don't know if the power broker is like even going to be a thing to where. So we right. ha- and and for hero wise, we have Sam and we have Bucky. Like I don't think the Wakandans are going to come back to help out. They kind of have their prize and they left. I think there's going to be a big showdown between Sam and the Leaper. That's going to be set up as a big thing. I think John and Bucky go after it, but after Bucky stealing the shield, I don't know. Like I don't think Bucky has any more beef with John now that he has the shield back. But then we have this flag smashers that just want to stop the vote and are okay with other people getting killed. So I don't know exactly like does ha- um does War Machine make an appearance? No, unfortunately, I think like if he was going to, he would have already. So I don't think that's going to happen. I don't think there's any other big reveals other than all right, like because because now what's going to happen? There's going to be a hostage situation in the tower. And then it just gets resolved, I guess. Maybe hostage in the tower. Oh, yeah, the, because uh, they're holding tower. Yeah, so does so does Carly die? Yes. So you think As Carly to- dies? Does John Walker die? Ah, uh, does he die? He's super. He's got the serum. Does he die? Yes. Mm. Carly dies. He dies. Batrock is arrest. I don't know. I don't know if Carly dies. No, I don't think she does. I I don't. She, she probably doesn't. She probably gets relocated. Yeah, and... she she probably like Sam probably is like, hey, you can help all these people, and they're like, oh, we'll pardon you if you help all these people. Probably some stupid like that's gonna happen. So Something it'll be weird. it'll be interesting to see like how it's all resolved because hey, we've got one more episode, and then that's it, and then we yeah. then I don't know, and then we wait for some movie or some other show to come out. I guess so. We'll see how it goes. What then. does come out next? Isn't Loki up next? Uh, Loki would be up next. I think we get. Um, I think we get Black Widow first, and then we get Loki. Loki starts six uh. eleven. So, yeah, in a couple months. So anyway, so yeah, that's uh, episode five of Falcon and the Winter Soldier. And a couple days we have the finale, and we'll see how that goes. So. Thank you, everyone, for hanging out with us while we chat about a bunch of random stuff. We really appreciate it. Hopefully, you have a good day. Hopefully, you're out there making the world a better place. Hopefully, you are trying to understand the people that you argue with. Um, That way, we can actually have some dialogue and understand that, you know what, just because we're different doesn't mean we can't figure out how to live in a society together. And But I know, I like I get it. There's some people you just would rather not be around, which I totally understand. So... Um, yeah, until next time, we'll see you all later. I'll leave you with this message. Master Combo! 
How about this message? Are you an idiot? So who wants to be an idiot? So here we are. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Freelancer Codex, a podcast brought to you by the Shut Up and Respawn Network. Follow us at Freelancer Codex on Twitter or Twitch. Send emails to freelancercodex at gmail.com or voice messages to anchor.fm slash freelancercodex slash message. We wish to thank all of our Patreons. We are grateful for you all. See you, Twitch. Bye.